Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, hands up, it looks like I called it wrong. Number 19 didn't join in the distraction campaign to keep the great leader in Downing Street. He didn't publish an NHS recovery plan and avoided making himself look like a sycophant. Instead, he made himself look like a stupid sycophant by publishing an article in the Paywall Times announcing his intention to improve NHS management by turning trusts into academy trusts, a la the schools, and have hospitals run by private charities. There's no policy to do this, there's no agreement to do this, no research or rationale, and coming in the midst of a pandemic, the ruins of the Lansley reforms and the throes of new legislation, reorganisation, the NHS, yeah, numpty, we know what you're doing. Only the Confed couldn't see it for what it was and took the bait, and I've linked into their response in the e-letter this morning. However, this still leaves us with probably 7 million on the waiting list, plus 2 million emergency operations a year, plus 8 million elective operations in a normal year, probably another 2 million people yet to turn up with their symptoms, plus diagnostics, therapies, and whatever is happening in mental health. And I link to um, some of what is happening in mental health in the letter. And around 700 births, of which one in four might need a caesarean operation, and there ain't no waiting list for them. I guess we don't need a policy document to tell us there's a mountain to climb. Talking to trust people, I detect there's an impatience to get on with things. Of course, the principal focus is still Omicron and its COVID cousins, and yes, it's absorbing a huge amount of resource and planning, but trusts have been making headway with day case waiters, and for sure, they have been dealing best they can with urgent and deteriorating patients on the list and coping with cancer. There's never going to be a clean break. Covid is finished and now we'll do waiting lists. The boundary will be much more blurred and the resource impact will be across a porous boundary. It looks to me the time has come for trust boards, the chairs and the non-executive directors to get on the front foot. What is the role of the board? Well, a one-liner to ensure the trusts, affairs and resources are focused on the best interests of the public they serve. A high-level description tells you the enormous scope and impact a board can have, but right now it means two things. Sort out your staffing and get the waiting list down. The message is, don't wait for the level 4 emergency to be downgraded. Now is the time for boards to get busy. Don't wait for a recovery plan. Plan your own recovery. Don't wait for a workforce plan. Plan what you're going to do to attract more people locally and how you can make a better job of looking after the people you've got. Don't wait for a waiting list reduction strategy. Start segmenting waiting lists now, working with the clinical teams to figure out how you can support them to get a grip on the lists. Don't wait. Plan how to use digital first strategies to speed end-to-end -end care. Don't wait for an avalanche of disaffected waiters to kick up stink about how long they've been waiting. Implement a communication strategy to keep in regular touch with people on the lists, the local media, MPs and community stakeholders. Don't wait. Innovate and learn the lessons from the improvements that are the legacy of COVID and bake them in. Some trusts are developing in-reach teams, effectively becoming their own social care service, getting post-op people home safely. 
partner with care homes to buttress their effectiveness and take the pressure off unplanned admissions, support primary care to share the load, create job shops and job fairs to make it easy for locals to come and join the team, work with the front line to figure out what makes people leave and what you can do to stop it. Astonishingly, there are trusts who still don't do anonymised exit interviews. Frankly, they deserve all the grief they get. Make sure board meetings are transmitted live on social media for the public to see what you're doing and the effort everyone is putting in to catch up. Now is the time for us to discover what a board is for and, in a word, its leadership. To make its presence felt, inspire progress, share ideas, innovate, sweat the assets and create the time and space for good people to do great things. Bye for now and thanks for listening.